Welcome to Ellie's Coffee Talks, the podcast featuring creative entrepreneurs in the Basel area over the best cups of coffee in the best cafes. Good morning, afternoon, Yasmin. <laughs> you are a singer, musician, vocal coach, many other things. <laughs> We just rehearsed, but I forgot. Composer, <laughs> honey. Composer, it was composer. composer. <laughs> uh, we're here at Avangu. Welcome. Thanks Thank you so much. Thanks for picking this place. It's so cute. It is so cute, no? I love Very it. Good. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Um, So you want to give details about what I just said? <laughs> what, what do you mean about the Amongu or, or about Yeah, our? what did we have? Like a cappuccino and... A, An amazing pain no. chocolate. Yeah, and the uh, owner is French. Anyway, so that was enough for the advertising of this place. Yeah, so, so tell us yeah. what you do. So I have like, let's say, four main projects. So on one hand, I'm a vocal coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my own little singing school that is called Sing Out Loud, mm-hmm. exclamation mark, very important. Um, there I teach one-to-one lessons and I give workshops on complete vocal technique, which is a technique that is invited by Catherine Sadonin from Denmark and I studied that kind of as a master after my jazz and pop studies here in Switzerland. Um, and I also have two little choirs. Um, one is only girls and the other one is mixed and so that's one thing that's my main job mm-hmm. well not main job but it's like where I get a lot of money mm-hmm. or I get money <laughs> I mean a lot I don't know but <laughs> and then I'm I'm a singer I'm a musician I have two bands I have my own project which I release under my name Yasmin Albash and I have my band Kalimi which uh, started as a as a project from the Caserne Basel where we me and uh, Lanefera she's a rapper from here were invited to collaborate with two Palestinian artists I'm half Palestinian so I was very happy to because we traveled there to Ramallah it's in the West Bank crazy city so crazy city um, and there we met yeah uh, musicians and two of them did the project with us and then yeah we we just fell in love working together and now we are a band and touring the world <laughs> so that's this and then what else do I do um, ah yeah I have a YouTube channel yeah. <laughs> okay so this is called Sijada Sessions I started this last year in uh, kind of October was the first release um, there I invite female artists To collaborate for one song, mm-hmm. so we usually we, we do a song of a girl, um, of the girl that I invite, and do kind of a cover of her song. We do we, we, we're gonna play it with new instruments or, or with loop stations and stuff because I work a lot in electronic music, mm-hmm. so I do a lot of also producing with Ableton Live or I have a loop station. I love synthesizers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's the sessions. And oh, one more thing. I also work sometimes for Helvetia Rockt, which is an organization from Switzerland to empower female artists, musicians. Mm. So you can see that this topic became very important for yeah. me. And uh, yeah. And where does it come from? This passion for 
I mean, it's a, it's a movement in the world. You can see yeah. it right now. I think I was really inspired by the movement, um, and also like you know, very long time I thought, okay, don't I don't have a problem. I don't feel like I can't don't have the same rights. Um, but then when I started to think about it and to reflect on my life, I understood. Oh yeah, man, there are some issues, <laughs> and. Also in the music industry mostly or in general? in general but of course also in the music industry there was also like a study from the Rockförderverein Basel RFA Basel and um, they yeah they did like a study on how many women are in the Basel music scene and it was only 10% mm. but the ones who have female uh, musicians inside are more uh, successful just saying <laughs> <laughs> and then and then of course with the work with Kalemi which is only a female yeah. band first time I ever did that and yeah. it felt so so nice and beautiful yeah. Um, yeah, it opened the world for me I have to say and all these things came together and then I was like okay come on let's do something because there were so many articles and so many discussions about on this topic so yeah I decided okay I'm gonna give a musical answer um and just invite female artists for a while and then let's see maybe one day I can open it to to male because I of course also love to work with boys yeah? <laughs> but uh, yeah. so it's very also very inspiring for me mm-hmm. and also in this in this whole process to, uh, of getting aware of my life and of my position as a woman um, I also so that I don't really have a lot of idols, you know, or like role models, you know, like female, female, yeah, like, okay, who would inspire me? And then I looked around and it's basically musicians in my age or a bit older, a bit younger. But, um, and then I invited those. <laughs> like on your YouTube channel. Exactly. Yeah. Can you name a couple? Well, there is the first guest was Joanna Aderi. She's from Zurich. Um, I admired her all the time because she's really, really great in electronics and uh, yeah, she's a crazy show and she's like, she's super cool. I'm very happy she's going to play now in my live band. Mm-hmm. And I know her from a common friend, a very good friend. Yeah. And who else? I mean, there are so many. I also like a lot of, I just explained the ones that are in my YouTube channel just to advertise a bit. <laughs> So there is Jennifer Jans, and she's from Basel. Her band is Bleu Roi. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jen, she does a lot of uh, she does a lot of things also for the music scene. You know, she organizes the Mitten in der Woche, which is uh, once a month or once every two months, where they invite they, they they create an evening for the Basel music scene, and everybody can go. And she's doing this. She works for M for Music, and yeah, and she's a great, great musician. For example, I gave. Uh, a beat making workshop with her together in mm-hmm. for this Helvetia Rock for this Verein. So there. So her and the one from New York uh, who was here not so long ago. Ah, and a good child. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's great too. I mean, she's an amazing singer, amazing musician, super cool. Yeah. She was at Influs uh, last summer. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's so cool. I yeah. saw that. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now they're really cool. And what uh, male uh, artist inspires you? Um, right now, or for a long time, it's Zone. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an amazing artist. He does uh, electronic music. He works a lot with samples of his voice also. That inspires me a lot from my own music. Mm-hmm. And I really love his albums. Oh. 
I'll check him yeah. out. Yeah, check him out. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you do? Were you always doing this uh, teaching or singing? Or um, what did you do before that? If you were. I was in something. another life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You can cut this out later. <laughs> no, no. Um, so, music, I always did music mm -hmm. since I was a kid. So, you studied that at university? Yeah, but studied. first I did a. Um, I was educated to be a primary school teacher ah. because my father wouldn't allow me to study ah. music. He really didn't like that, you know. He grew up in a refugee camp and uh, he's a doctor now so he did really the American dream thing mm. and of course for him it was very difficult to accept mm. that I want to do music mm. <laughs> so that was a bit of a topic um, so I did first the Lero Seminar uh, in Kreuzlingen because I woke, uh, woke up I grew up at the Constance Constance Lake of Constance yeah. Yeah. at the Swiss side and uh, then I teached school for a while and then I started to study with 24 which is kind of late mm. Yeah, you know, yeah. you go with 1920, you know? Yeah. So, and then I started five years in Winterthur, jazz and pop music. And then after that, I had a year break and then I went to Copenhagen for three years. Yeah. I didn't live there, but I went like six times per year there yeah. to study. And I think in my studies in Switzerland, I started to teach in my bedroom. <laughs> so I would have like students and they would come and we learned stuff. And so this grew. And then I remember like the first, and I had like a, a little studio, a really beautiful studio in St. Johann. And there we did the first Christmas singing. So I had this friend, that really good friends who had a choir. And uh, I just invited them, and I had some of my students singing also. And then uh, it was a really tiny room, and we had a friend of mine was playing the piano, and the people were singing, and it was really cool. And so I did this Christmas singing every year, and I'm really bad in counting the years, but it's probably <laughs> 10 years or something. Oh, well, yeah. With your choir now? Well, I do it with choirs, but I also do it with the solo singers who come to me, so they have like a chance just to be on stage once a month. Uh, once a month, once a year. Yeah. yeah. And so, how did you feel when you were teaching kids? Did you were you thinking of still being a singer? Were you miserable? Were you accepting that you were just doing something else? No, I, I didn't like it. Well, I liked it. I think I'm a teacher. I like teaching, but not on only. So I suffered a lot, and I felt I was not on the wrong place. I was on the wrong place, and. Uh, And the relation to music was very, very difficult because, as I mentioned, it was not something that was accepted, really accepted professionally in my house. So it was really a struggle for me to like, okay, do I want to be a singer? Am I a singer? I was, I was doubting so hard. I was really, really lost in this teenager time and being a young adult. Um, but I always missed it. And as soon as I could do music and write a new song with people and be in the studio it was always like amazing for me so you were singing on the side kind of when you were yeah yeah, yeah I had bands yeah. yeah exactly okay. yeah. so you've yeah. been doing it all the time but uh, yeah yeah, yeah but not professionally exactly yeah. mm -hmm. and then what changed when you decided no now I'm gonna study music what changed in, uh, in your head mm. It was still a path of doing both at the same time because I had financed myself. Mm -hmm. So I was still 50% working and then studying. So it was a um, very busy time. 
and I didn't feel that I had enough time to really dive into music, you know. I think it really cost me a lot of energy to do both. And uh, then really like took the decision to really be an artist, I think it came much later. You know, it came, I don't know, maybe five years ago, you know. Like, First teaching and then... Yeah, by teaching or like also like knowing your voice and then okay I'm a singer and then I was I was gigging you know I was like in, in, in a lot of jazz I did a lot of jazz music um, but I always did also electronic music like from the beginning but still also was like discovering because I learned so much and okay do I want to be a jazz singer ah, maybe not I didn't really feel it then or I grew out of it and towards what I do today and then starts the process ooh I'm really an artist because I really think about what I write. I'm, I really try to make a story out of it, you know, like I want to share something with content and not just, I'm not just a singer anymore. I'm, for me, an artist is somebody who, there's a whole world that you create. And I think I really had to build up all this for a long time until I'm ready. Mm -hmm. I was ready. So it was a bit uh, working on yourself too. No, getting to know who you are. Always. No, 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 I did. <laughs> many, many working on myself, yeah. No, yeah. no, there is. What's a huge, or it still is, it's a, it's a, it's a process yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful thing, no? When you work, or when you're an artist, I guess, mm. or when you're an entrepreneur, you have to find out. What is it? Mm -hmm. Who am I? Mm -hmm. Even though who I, I am is something else, but yeah. What do I like? What are my strengths? Exactly. What are my weaknesses? Of yeah. course. And also being an artist means you, you, you communicate with the outside. That means um, you challenge all the time. Yeah, you're challenged all the time. There's always something you've never did before, you know, or a city you've never traveled. There's all the time new people. You always need to, and that's a lot of, um, yeah, or like, or success that is not coming, you know, and you have to deal with it or, or not how you in, <laughs> imagine it. And, uh, mm -hmm. or people that you work with that you, that you grow out of the relationship and you, you have to go and look for new people. I don't know. That's like, Yeah, it's, I guess it's life, no? It happens yeah, yeah. to everybody. Um, so, yeah, I had to reflect a lot and mm. to... Constantly reassess mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. do I want exactly. to do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, constantly. And it's stressful a little bit sometimes. It's stressful, but it's also really beautiful because I can feel that I'm the older I'm getting, the more happy I am. And I'm really doing what I want, you know. I just had the conversation this morning with a student because uh, it's like, okay, if you want to be a musician, you have to be, somebody has to discover you when you're really young and then you can make a career. And it's like, no. Well, this is what we see and happening a lot. But in the end, for me, the truth is the older I'm getting, I think I'm, it's more worth to come to a show to me, honestly, because I really have something to tell you now. I didn't have that 10 years ago. Maybe I had a beautiful voice, you know. But now... There's more to it, so... And you look relaxed, or I don't know how you were 10 years ago, but... <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. You don't care too much of the outcome? Is it possible? No, no, I do definitely care. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no, I'm going to be very honest about that. I do care, and I suffer a lot from it, because uh, I would wish, I mean, that I would 
bees further, you know, very often. Or further means like I could play more shows and and I would have a great audience who listens to my music. I, I totally would love that, you know. And uh, but then still I know. Okay, right now I have my album coming in September, and I'm very very happy about the music. And I think it's also a bit of a new start for me. Um, and I just love so much what I do now. I'm really, really happy about it. And I still listen to my music regularly. And I'm like, wow, it's really nice. You know? <laughs> that's, that's, that's so beautiful. So for me, it makes me so happy yeah. that I think I'm also ready to... It is what it is. And then maybe I'm, there's people who love it, which I would be so happy about. But in the end, I, I, for me, it's also the process I did with the whole album work was so beneficial for me. I grew so much that, that yeah, it gave me really calm. Mm-hmm. And uh, is it the one that you come back to your roots more? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about it, yeah, sure. or you want to wait until it's out? No, no, we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, as I mentioned before, my father is Palestinian. And his family flew '84 uh, um, when the Israeli state was built, and then they uh, they left. They went to Jordan and uh, grew up there. And so my father was never back in Palestine, for example, uh, mm. until last uh, September. We were there together, oh. and I didn't have a good relationship to the Arabic side. Mm-hmm. Um, it was difficult with my dad, and you know, like the cultural mm-hmm. differences and stuff. And so I only went to Jordan when I was a child and then never again. I cannot speak the language, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And then some years ago it started to, well, okay, let's check this out. Because, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just kind of, was there was interest yeah. awakened. And then uh, I actually wrote the paper to apply for money for an album to like discover my, my roots, Palestinian roots. And then in this process I talked to my cousin. Mm-hmm who lives in uh, America and she said you know forget Jordan come to Palestine and I was like ah yeah it's true we come from Palestine and then mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then one month later I gave the papers but somewhere else not Basel and then comes uh, Sandro from the Caserna he's the, the musical head of it and asked me hey you want to come to Palestine for a project <laughs> <laughs> and I was like uh do you know that I'm Palestinian? He said, no. Do you know that I just applied for this, but not with you? And he said, no. It was really like, okay, weird. So the whole Kalimi thing happened. And I could finally travel to Palestine, which was great for me, because I could connect to the music scene, which are people that are have shared the same interests and also culture than me, more or less, you know? So it was really great reconnecting to this world. And traveling there... Um, so I did a meditation before I went there, a guided meditation. And uh, it was about, okay, what's happening if I go to Palestine? And I saw my, my body like in gold and red, like, like shining like a lot and with a lot of joy and a lot of uh, strength. And so the album is called Gold now <laughs> because I really, I traveled there and I really had this experience. It really, it gave something back to me. It was also, also, also like, you know, having like Swiss side and Eric mm. are, are making mm. peace mm. Yeah, because I'm both. Mm. 
and in my with my parents, I couldn't see that very often that the Swiss and the Arabs are really happy together. So <laughs> talking about my parents, um, yeah, yeah. So that was extremely beautiful for me. And so you wrote uh, the album when you came back. I, it was a process of two years, I would say. There was the first song. I think I wrote it before I went to Palestine. Um, because I've had a very strong connection to my grandparents that they already passed away um, because I talked to my aunt and she told me about the story and when my grandfather used to have a lot of land a lot of oranges and stuff and they lost all of it and they could never go back so mm -hmm. they died in a country that they didn't want to be mm -hmm. and that there I wrote the first song that is called I Raise My Voice For You mm. um, so that was like the initial stay, uh, the initial the start And then, yeah, it was a process, I don't know. There was like, you know, something happens and then you, you sit down and write something else. Or So tell, tell us about the writing process or the creative process, how it happens. Yeah, so when I write, it's really hard for me to write lyrics. Um, I work a lot with instruments, like it can be a bass that I think is super inspiring or it's a beat that I love and then I just start to layer, you know, I just, oh, okay, I hear this and I do that or I start with a vocal loop and create a, a kind of a vocal carpet that I put stuff on. So that's one way of working. Um, and then I also started to produce myself, but didn't produce before. I was really scared of uh, electronic, like of software, you know, like uh, it's complicated, I don't get it, I'm a girl. Um, but now I start to do that and lose the fear it's really cool mm -hmm. but there's still a lot of work to that and then the other thing when I write as I mentioned before meditation is or is very yeah it's it's a inspiration for me or usually I for example last year there was this moment when I was recovering from a surgery and then I went a week later in the studio and I had a You know, then I kind of just close my eyes and then there is a movie inside me and uh, I just watch. <laughs> so there was this moment when I was standing in my inner world at the, at the dark sea. Um, and so I take kind of, I'm super alone now, it's really, really, really quiet. And I take the water off the sea and it's like oil on the, on the skin. And uh, then I walk inside and then I... I sink and around me are like uh, golden lights and I just sink, sink, sink and I'm healing the body's healing yeah. so really beautiful but you you have that coming to you like this or you had to learn those kind of meditations or it just comes to you I guess I learned a bit to get the I learned a bit in like kind of guided meditations mm -hmm. where also my, my brother is a meditation teacher ah, didn't coach know. also my sister is very spiritual mm. um, yeah so it's a bit of both mm. yeah and then I just follow what it takes like you know it takes maybe I have one image that is very strong and then I'm like okay come on like I stay with the image <laughs> what's happening now come on yeah. show me you yeah. know like yeah. yeah and then you can write then I can write yeah. that's amazing yeah it's crazy And so you kind of you have to make it happen a little bit by sitting in meditation or does it I had a friend on another podcast saying it, she can feel it coming mm -hmm. and then she needs to write uh, even though she planned to do something else she needs to write Yeah, I don't have that mm -hmm. it's more about 
giving space to it because I also think everything is here you know I just need to listen to what is coming I think it's more that like okay stop and uh, open yourself really open everything let go and then then receive and this starts from a melody to 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 images and little movies so it's amazing it's very beautiful I mean, it's really hard to get there, no? I mean, yeah. I lose it very often, but I think if I'm there... Yeah, feels good. It's super beautiful. Yeah, it's just amazing. And, you know, sometimes when I'm stressed, I just go, oh, I'm just going to go back to the sea, you know, where this <laughs> image of this song, yeah. you know. That's what you would do for self-care? Um, yeah, that. Yeah. I would do that. I, I go to the gym. Mm. That's really because I have a lot of back problems, so that helps me a lot. I love massages. <laughs> so when I come back from a lot of, I don't know, some tours or something, that's really something that, okay, I'm just gonna lay and somebody's taking care of me. <laughs> But it's really good. And meditation, I don't do it too often. Yeah. I should do it much more. It would be great. But when you do it, it's very efficient. <laughs> very, very, very. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Mm-hmm. So. Would you consider that as work, even when you when, I when that comes? Yeah, when that comes. Work in terms of like personal work or like real work. It's an interesting question. Yeah, uh, real work mm. for the sake of the podcast, but it, no, it's part of the process. I would mm-hmm. say to be a writer and uh, like a composer writer. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's part of it in a way, you know. Mm. Or yeah. what is what is work for you? Oof, <laughs> my life is work, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel work. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it's like all the time. I work a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't, I don't do enough breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, I really have the urge to do the things. So, I, I, work for me is all my projects, and it's. Uh, I know it's all over and all the time I'm, it's hard for me to stop but it's mm-hmm. also I'm really dedicated to the music but there's work that makes me more happy and work mm-hmm. that doesn't make me so happy so like what I don't know like uh, like singing makes you happy singing makes me happy of course like like creating producing or like having an idea and try to figure out like make it grow you know mm-hmm. mm. admin Not so happy. Not so happy. Well, <laughs> it's okay. You know, if I have the time, yeah. I think not so happy is when I have ten things that I should do now. Yeah, yeah. And the the, the reality is that I have this, all these projects, and then it's like okay, I have to release the albums. I have to make everything ready now. But on the same time, I need to apply again for money for the Sujata session, and then it's all now. I should do everything now, and I can't. And then I find myself really like also now I'm in a period where I don't do music. And it's like, yeah, I know I'm a singer, but I'm not a singer right now, you know. It's like I'm mm-hmm. not doing music. Mm-hmm. And that's and frustrating. That's super frustrating, mm. yeah. I don't like that at all. It's the same like uh, to meditate for me, in a yeah. way, you know, yeah. because it's, when I'm doing music, I open kind of a channel and yeah. then I'm like there, you know, I'm super happy, I don't need anything. Mm. Um, but to get there, mm-hmm. I mean, it's ridiculous, no? It shouldn't be like that. Yeah. You just do it. Yeah. But it, it's hard for me. Because then I... It's also about giving priority. So yeah. I think, no, no, I want to do the work before, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I find myself just on the computer. Maybe like the things you get 
paid for. Yeah, yeah right. also. Yeah. yeah. I, I find it too, like, oh, I could write a blog article or a comedy piece, but no, first I'm going to work for my job that yeah. pays me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's a, that's a big uh, problem. Right? Mm. It's really it's a big problem. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Very big problem. Working. Holy shit! We need the bedingungslose Grundeinkommen, no? That we just get three thousand a month and we can work. Um, this uh, universal uh, income. You know, there was a group in Basel that were really interested in it, and they the Swiss voted against it a few years ago. Remember? I cannot remember, yeah, but yeah, it was something too. That they, that everybody could yeah, get. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. doesn't mean that you don't have to work at all, but yeah, yeah, yeah. a minimum. Mm-hmm. Swiss voted against it, and I'm, I think it's a pity. It's true. Yeah, now I remember totally. Yeah. <laughs> Because for people like us, <laughs> who need a lot of time <laughs> to channel shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? So I should have said, yes, it's work, definitely, yeah. no? To get paid. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I really think it gives you a kind of a freedom because you like um, it's it's covered, no? Like the, your your yeah. basic expenses yeah. are covered, and then yeah. you could really, I mean, yeah, you just could work a lot. Yeah. And two and a half thousand? No, it was about two and a half thousand or two thousand two hundred. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's really like. Yeah, it's what you need. It's what you need. Your insurance, your exactly. rent, the food yeah, yeah, yeah. that you get in Germany. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But yeah, but it, okay. So work is yeah a bit of everything. Yeah. For me, it's always interesting to ask that because well, a friend of mine once said, "Work is everything that I do that is not hanging out with my friends or my family or chilling." Mm-hmm. And then it was the first time I was like, "Oh, so." Even Instagramming, I could call it work. That's you know? totally work, of course. I mean, if you if it's not your personal life, if you don't, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. If I, if it would be for my personal life, I would not be on Instagram. Yeah, me neither. Thank <laughs> <laughs> God, it's too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, this is totally work for me too. So yeah, it's interesting. I think this perspective of is work just giving you money, and because it could also give you money in the long term what you do now but it yeah. doesn't give it to you now but later or never maybe. or never or you ne- know but it's, this is how we value the yeah. things right like is it uh, and that's a big problem that we that we face because we think I, I'm only worth it if I get money yes. in return yeah. for, for my work and yeah. that's that's a big issue that's something that I also had I'm working a lot on this topic you know yeah. like okay what yeah. does it mean yeah. um, and also like really like that I'm doubting myself you know mm. am I worth to mm. do that uh, even though I'm not paid and I'm I mean every my my husband laughs about me all the time because I'm like you know maybe I change my job look every three months I have a little crisis <laughs> so either it's like I quit the teaching and I only want to be an artist or it's the opposite you know I, I stop being an artist and I'm just <laughs> teaching but but we said before you can be a wedding coach if you're quitting but I'm yeah. a wedding coach for the bride in crisis Yeah, that's yeah, very yeah. specific yeah. and important <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you see the, yeah. I will come up with this idea mm-hmm. next time I have my crisis <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah. it's normal I think I no? guess I guess, yeah. I guess I guess, I guess. I, I, I'm, I'm glad I hear other people 
people say these things because it makes me feel less crazy. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, you're not crazy. Or at least as crazy as I am. <laughs> so we're two crazy people in Amangu talking. Yeah. <laughs> so what is success actually for you? Um, <laughs> no, it's difficult to answer. <laughs> you got that, okay. So success for me, it's... Um, It's, there is success to the outside. I, I hear from you or also from other people that they are like, or people that I didn't see for a long time, like, hey, you're so successful. I see on Facebook this and this. And I'm like, what? You know, so yeah. there's the success on the outside or what people think about you. And then, uh, then, then there is this, like, are you satisfied with what you do, right? And uh, as I mentioned before, with like... Uh, you know with not having enough audience for example for my music that I, I would love to have yeah. more or more shows and stuff um, yeah there is uh, that's kind of the red line now <laughs> there's success for people what they see from what you do and there's success for from your exactly, perspective from, from my perspective so there's things that I still want to achieve yeah. you know a lot of them and sometimes I only focus on the things I didn't achieve and yeah. then I'm very unhappy yeah. and then there are these moments where I'm like Oh yeah, I did a lot. Yeah. I'm so yeah. happy about yeah. it. Yeah. And sometimes also the moments where you're so unhappy and you really want to, you're like, but I didn't achieve this and this yeah. and this. And then you have to be strong and go for it. You know, mm. happened to me a year ago. I was, I remember, like writing my biography for something, and I was like, eh, not so cool, you know. And then <laughs> I think I really worked hard last year because then I was like, okay, I did, I did my album, I did the change of the band, I did the Sijala yeah. sessions, and yeah. now, for I think now I'm in a moment where I'm, yeah, I'm a bit Content. proud. Yeah. 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 Also, I'm like, wow, I really did all this stuff, and it's it's really nice work. I have lovely people around me sharing with me all yeah. that, and that's really really nice. It's, I think we all feel like that. Mm. Yeah. I also um, <laughs> I have those moments usually with my partner, and I'm like, I suck. I didn't do anything. Yeah, but really, what did I do? Not like really, like. <laughs> and you don't realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a few days later, when you're in a better mood, you're like, Oh, I did yeah. this. I have a yeah. postcard. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I do this. Yeah. I do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, totally. And then there is nothing really to achieve or to, you know, mm. you also have that. Or I have this very present on my mind. There's nothing to... What is success really? You know? Yeah, like, you should not achieve it for success. Mm. You should achieve it because you want it, because yeah. you're meant to, it to, makes be, you to do it, you know, yeah. exactly. You like the whole process. Yeah, you, know? you like exactly. to write, you like to... Yeah. Um, perform it mm -hmm. all, all of it all of it exactly yeah. Yeah, then, just to create something you know yeah. create another world with yeah. and you feel it inside yeah for yeah. people yeah, yeah. exactly uh, what else did I want to share uh, or ask you no, two things what was your main discovery or what did you learn most on your in a sentence simple because I'm sure you learned so many things mm -hmm. on your journey to self-employment entrepreneurship art Artistry. Being an History teacher? No. Um, being an artist. Uh, yeah. What, what is the main thing you would say you learned? That I learned. Um, 
about the process. Just to do it. Just to do it. Like, be strong. Yeah. Think be strong. Start. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Totally. And now I'm really and be strong, you know, because I remember last year was this moment where I moved my studio. I had my studio in another neighborhood, so in Neubad, uh, and yeah. then uh, I moved to Kleinbad back because I live here. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a great studio that I'm having now, but I was like uh, refurbishing the room, so mm -hmm. I was painting all alone. It was a Saturday. Um, I was covered in white, you know, when you kind of lose it, no? And uh, <laughs> there was this moment where I looked at myself and I was like, what the fuck am I doing here, you know? I mean, how crazy am I? I'm all alone doing this, you know? I have all this project and I don't know, but how, how do I allow myself to do that, you know? I really yeah. doubted myself. I was like, what the fuck? Um, but of course, at the same time, I was really laughing about me because yeah. <laughs> I was just on the edge of my, my energy. Yeah. And uh, I think it was a really funny moment for me. Like, okay, wow, what, what, you know, like stopping yourself for, for a second and like, okay, I'm doing all this just myself, you know? Um, and because you didn't ask anybody for help or because... Yeah, it's a bit of this, but also just doing it, you know? You know, there's these friends sometimes... Or, or people I know and they ask like how did you decide to, to be uh, self-employed and all this stuff and so, it was not a decision I was, it was a doing for me it was a process also like I just started in my bedroom and then I had it mm -hmm. in school mm -hmm. I mean it's really small and everything but yeah and I just cannot imagine little steps yeah it was just like you needed to do that at that moment mm -hmm. without thinking too much yeah. of the, the end goal or, exactly yeah, yeah exactly that's cool yeah just do it don't be strong yeah that, that's the point I wanted to come back to this just be strong even if you doubt yourself be strong and b believe Continue. in what, what you do you know like, mm. just do it cool that was also my second question what would you recommend your younger self you know oh yes I would be like be much more brave really go out and be more um, secure about myself you know like Believe in yourself much more. Um, don't stay with people that are not good for you. Change. Go out of situations that are not good for you. Um, Quicker. Love yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> love yourself much more. Yeah. Um, take care of yourself. And if you don't, yeah, if you don't like the situation, go. There's a better one. Promise. You know, mm -hmm. I really would tell me mm -hmm. that one. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, yes. Yeah. One more question has mm -hmm. nothing to do with that. Or do you still get stage fright? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Especially when I do something new, mm -hmm. where I have to, I don't know, because I work a lot of electronics, so there's many buttons to press mm -hmm. in the right moment. Mm -hmm. um, and I really, you can really fuck it up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get nervous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. So what do you do? To Nothing. Release? I just breathe and then I go there and do it. <laughs> yeah. No, not really. But there is not a ritual that I would do. Yeah. Or it's just like, okay, okay, I'm scared, I'm scared. Oh, I'm Let's go. And you have to do it, no? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, of course, I try to kind of connect to myself, you know. Maybe I, I connect to this golden light that I saw okay. in my body, like... Mm -hmm. um, if you think about it, then you do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all your journey, your struggles, the cool stuff, all your projects. It was really so nice welcome. to hear. And just so people know, so you have this album album coming out. Mm -hmm. exactly. The what? first single will be out uh, in March. Mm -hmm. 
and then in September, like there's three singles to come mm -hmm. until uh, September, and mm -hmm. in September it will be out. Mm -hmm. And now we'll have a, a Plattentafe, how do you call it in English? A release show mm -hmm. in Basel in October. Okay, where? Kazerne. Yeah, cool. So, so yeah. there is that, and there is the YouTube channel. Sijada sessions every month, a new video. Mm -hmm. Uh, and other concerts in the summer or um, earlier? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having shows with Kalimi, but we're gonna play mm -hmm. in South Korea. Okay. <laughs> so if you want to come there, cool. I would be yeah. happy to see you. We also play in London in March and also in France yeah. in May. So nice. let's see and what else will come. Yeah. And uh, we can take singing classes with you. You can take singing classes with me. Just like sing out loud. Line music.ch or com? I don't know. <laughs> I'll put it Just in Google there. my yeah. name exactly. Yeah. And Instagram? Instagram, it's also I'm there with, uh, with the Zichada sessions and with Yasmin Abash. Thank okay. you. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. It's really nice talking to you. And see you later for a singing class. <laughs> Thank you for listening.